0: Around cup time we catch up with a lot of the guys that come out with the horses from these big stables and I don't think a lot of us realise that these guys are famous in their own right. And here's a classic case, Dave Casey, who travels the world with Willie Mullins' horses and he's been out to many spring carnivals. I was just looking at his CV and he's a bit of an icon in Ireland, a a wonderful jumps rider who retired, of course, back in 2015. A lot of winners for Willie Mullins, who he's worked for for some period of time and he's been good enough to join us. Good evening, Dave.
1: How you going, Steve? All right, all good? Good.
0: I know you're modest, but I want you to sing your praises a bit for me this morning. And tell me about your, your history in the saddle. You won a heap of uh, Grade 1 races over the jumps.
1: Yeah, I was, I was lucky enough, obviously, to ride for William and a lot of good other trainers. Um, so I probably right about, about 20 Grade 1s, I'd say. Yeah. So you, must, must be a very good horses. <laughs> Did you ride a
0: really freaky sort of jumper during your career, one that was really special?
1: Um, I wrote a couple of good ones actually. Probably I wrote one actually that never made his potential. Um horse called Miss who was very, very good. Um, but unfortunately, um, he got a career ending injury um, before he reached his full potential. But he'd won kind of four great ones.
0: What was his name? Um,
1: up to that point. Uh, a horse called Miss That. he won a Miss That, that. So, okay. Yes. Mm. Yeah, so. Um, and another horse called Sackville, who actually won, I think, eight races on him one season and was favoured for the to Sunderland's Chase at Cheltenham but it was actually the of Wooden in Ireland, and um, there was no Chetland Festival. So, And again, he never got to, to live out his destiny, unfortunately.
0: And you went out on a winning note some years ago. Was that back in 2015?
1: <laughs> 15, uh, September 2015, yeah. yeah. I a horse called Long Dog in the Nova there, yeah, so it's, I was never so scared in no, all my entire life. <laughs> uh, the horse
0: won very was, easily, was, but I understand he was about five know, to one yeah, on. It, was, it wasn't
1: that, it was it was kind of the last, it was my last ride, and he was, he was a short price favourite. Um, and basically, there was, I think there was only five runners or something and for whatever reason, I ended up on my side to wear them all on my own and I just started to think about it, as you know, like it was the last time I was ever going to do this. Um, basically, as long as I didn't fall off, he was going to win. And But I just kept, started thinking about the worst things that could happen like the girth would open or the, the, the stirrup letters would break or something like that you know that kind of way could he be a brilliant jumper as, as well it wasn't if he was going to necessarily fall like that um, basically I just started to shoot myself you know <laughs> um, thinking what what could go wrong and, and and there'd be absolutely no chance ever again to, to rectify it but thankfully um, thankfully, once I got up on the horse's back and um, just forgot all about it and it was all was good
0: and you were given a guard of honour by the, the your colleagues there when you came back to scale that particular day?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I'd been at it a long time, so um, I'd been around the world, so I think it was just to um, make sure the old man didn't stray off too far. I think that was it. <laughs>
0: 92 you started.
1: I did. I started in 92, yeah, and I rode in the flat for a year or so. I was an apprentice, and the trainer I rode for actually retired. So um, Then I went to Willie Mullins, and took out a, a jumps license and a, a dual purpose license I rode in the flat as well for Willie. So, and for, for numerous other trainers. So um, it, was, it was a good career, yeah. yeah.
0: So how old were you when you rode long-dogged in that final victory? And why did you decide Ooh, to retire then?
1: I was 39, basically. And um, as a jump jockey, was kind of an age when um, you kind of needed to be thinking about uh, the future and that kind of way. So um, the opportunity had come up to be Willie's assistant um, at the time um I would have probably been retiring in the next couple of years um I just thought it was too good an opportunity to turn down at the time so um jumped at the chance you know and obviously it coincided with Max Dynamite coming down for the spring carnival and he would leave in a couple of weeks later so um Willie had kind of said you know if you want to do it and head head up head down with Max because I I knew his routine and, and knew the way Willie wanted, start his train and that. So, um, you know, it was a chance I jumped at. Him.
0: And he came so close on two occasions,
1: didn't he? He did. He was second to first year. And then, unfortunately, he went to Royal Ascot the second season Um, with obviously the intention of coming on, back down again and, and got injured and missed the rest of the season. So he came back the following year. Then it was third to uh, McKinley, I think it was, yeah. A horse
0: that carried the same colours in the Cup in recent weeks, or back in November, of course, uh, Vauban. What was your assessment of that and how is he now? And what's his programme look like for the, for
1: 2024? Um, well, obviously, everything seemed to be going well, but um, we were happy with, what he, with the work he was doing and, and, and the progress he was making while down there, but um, obviously on the day it didn't happen, whether with the heat or water. Uh, we're not really sure, nothing nothing came to light, you know. So, um but it was a very hot day, maybe that was something to do with it. Um he travelled well but never picked up for Ryan. Uh I think I think on the day he was probably it looked like horses that were on the pace suffered plenty. Um it looked like he needed to be coming from off the pace. But at the same time, I think that should have only made him probably finish at worse about fifth sixth or that. you know, that kind of attitude he was generally disappointing. So uh, we didn't put a finger on him, so we've just given him a long break and he he's he hasn't done anything since he came home and he might be due to come back in maybe in the next um, couple of weeks and we might have a look at running with maybe forty seasons out our jumps and with the yeah, I'll come back and maybe try Alaska for the AFL Cup and, and possibly Australia again then next season.
0: All right, so four thousand meters of course the Ascot Gold Cup and he's been over the he won a hurdle race, didn't he, over four thousand six hundred metres.
1: That's right, you know. So um, yeah, the, the, the trip shouldn't be an issue, really, you know. So um, uh, we, we say it didn't happen for him, but then of course, this um, year's Melbourne Cup winner, read it was the same story last year, wasn't it? So when he was he was thirteenth last year, so um, so we still have a bit of faith.
0: Yeah, without a fight, of course, when he was with Simon yeah. and Ed, uh, they they were blaming the ground that particular day with him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to blame the ground, and uh, I think it wasn't mean, the ground; it just didn't happen on the day for whatever reason. So. Um, Let's see if we can rectify it again,
0: Dave. Just with absurd, who I thought was very brave in the Melbourne Cup, given he over raced, went a bit keenly, and he was still there. And he just said a lot of those on-paced horses got run over, but he went around um, a couple of, well, yesterday, our time. Uh, absurd in in novice hurdle
1: race. Yeah, he wouldn't have enjoyed it. Just um, was really wet, it wasn't? Was it? Absolutely, it was absolutely torrential rain. Right? The ground with an absolute quagmire um it, it, yeah, a horse like him, um that that needs kind of thing that likes the sun on his back and he likes a bit of dry ground, it, it definitely wouldn't have suited him. So um I'd, I'd be putting a thanks for that run yesterday for him.
0: But he pulled up okay?
1: Yeah he's fine, yeah, yeah, not a bother on him. Yeah, he he's, he's all good. So he, he he'll be back grand for um in our, our springtime again, so
0: Alright, so you might have another crack with him?
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. He he he'd be good, so um, he he might have another or two over our jumps um, before the season ends and then go back, out and match on the flat in the summertime.
0: Okay, it can be nice. It'd just getting him to be able to relax just a bit better, wouldn't it, in these races?
1: Yeah, it's just that when he came from France, he was a bit that way over racing. Um, he was a mile the quarter horse in the flat, so we've just got to um, generate the, channel the, the energy in a different direction, you know, and I think harder races will do that for him.
0: Yeah, I thought uh,
1: top of the straight, he was absolutely bolting, wasn't he, for Zach. He did, yeah, he did, yeah. No, he, he looked as if he'd he'd get involved, you know. So, but I think again, he was probably just a fraction too close to the pace most of the way and and got there a bit early, probably, you know. So. Well, the They're
0: reason, in the end. yeah, Dave, the principal reason for giving you a call is I want to know about this horse, and I know I have, I have spoken to you about him before, but, gee, he looks exciting. Uh, uh, his name is State Man. Now, he's a six-year-old. Um, he's had 11 starts, eight wins. He's a star jumper, and I see he must have scared rivals off because he goes around into grade one. Um, I think it's tomorrow, your time, tonight, our time, late at Leopardstown. Just tell me how good this horse is, State Man.
1: Yeah, he, he's a very, very good horse. Um, obviously, he's, he's won all the big races in Ireland. Um, he's only been beaten once in England by a horse called Constitution Hill, who looks a star as well. Um, he obviously would have beat Vauban three or four times easily last year. Overheard, he's an absolute star. And, yeah, runs tomorrow. So uh, he won very impressively his first run, a great one in Punchestown on the end of November. So we're expecting a big run again tomorrow.
0: How many great ones has he won now, State Man? Oh, I'm going to say seven. Seven. Yeah, and his last seven, start was only say. a small field. He, he, he camped small. up second, didn't he, in second position and took the lead just prior to the last jump and raced away.
1: Exactly, yeah. I you know. Um, so he can, can do it either way. He can race in the front or, or take a lead. So um, it, it doesn't really bother me. He is a very, very good horse.
0: A lot of our Australian listeners. Um, just to explain how good these these Irish jumpers are, that winning these grade ones. I mean, a lot of our jumpers here are just sort of one pace conveyances. But this horse has actually got a turn of acceleration, hasn't he? Uh, this this jumper, State Man.
1: Yeah, I, I think um, as I say, we breathe um, to, to to jump and buy good flat to go jumping as well. Whereas maybe in Australia it might be kind of the opposite way around. If they don't make the grade on the flat, and um, maybe they go back over hurdles. I think that might be sort of the case, and that might be the differences. Whereas we buy the likes of Statement and and say Vauban Vauban was over a hundred rated. Right? He's a listed flat winner. When we bought him to go jumping, you know, so um, obviously much, jumping is a much bigger game over in this side of the world. So um, that that's the type of horse we like to buy, and um, that can do dual purpose racing. And if they don't very, make a very, very top grade over hurdles, then they can go back running on the flat again. It's like Bob and Absurd Max Dynamo, it's the same.
0: So with State, man, as I said, he's got three rivals. I'm looking at some of the early markets. He's about $1.50, uh, two to one on in the old language. Now, what sort of weights he got? Is it is it like a set weights race, is it, this Matheson Hurdle?
1: Yeah, it'll be 11 stone 10. I'm not exactly sure what that is in kilograms. It but, might be um, about 75 kilograms. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it'll be level yeah. So he'd um, be able to carry weight.
0: Where would a horse like knows. him, just say you're ready him in the Melbourne Cup? Where do you think he would how how would he go?
1: Um, well, I think he, he could be competitive. Yeah, when you when you go back to the likes of uh, Vintage Crop um, horses like that, you know, Vintage Crop is he actually never made it to the top grade over jumps. Vintage Crop he wasn't good enough. Um, but and some horses like that maybe. They just don't take to jumping as well, you know. But um, but he was a very, very good flat horse as well. So, uh, you you actually need you need a proper good horse to to, to make to the top over jumps. So would Willie ever consider it? Uh I don't think so. With statement, he's probably too far down the line jumping wise. Okay, um, maybe to go back and and prove that he is at the moment like he's the second best hurdler in Ireland, England, and France. You know, so um, I'd say at this stage. He's probably too far down the line. To All right. Finish. Well, I'll
0: be watching this race, as I said, late tonight, our time. And what about the other horse you mentioned? Um, when's he going to run again, this Constitution Hill you're talking about? I'm keen to watch him
1: now. He 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 won on last Tuesday, our time, which might have been Tuesday night, your time. Um, and he probably won't run now again though, for another month. I'd imagine the end of January, early February. It's called the International in England. So but that'll be his next standard, I would imagine. But, he, he, yeah, he won. He won. Pretty easy. Um, the other day it was, it, it would have been racing against a inferior field, but uh, it was still just it was it was he was pretty impressive.
0: In your opinion, Dave, and you're qualified to comment. What makes an outstanding jumping horse? Like what what do you look for?
1: He's got to have a, a little bit of size, a bit of strong bone. Um, he can have a good lung capacity. it's a, it's a huge help. You know, um, big heart. And um, he's, he's got to be tough. You know, and brave. So he has not
0: easily finished. Okay. Well, it's quite late there, and we appreciate your time. I was just going through some of the things that you'd like this morning. They did a story on you in the Irish Examiner. It says that you eat lots of fish,
1: yeah? Yeah, I do. I like fish, yeah. I like
0: fish. I <laughs> and like, broccoli. Like, What's I wrong hate. with you? Sorry, that. It says you like broccoli. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> it says your guiltiest pleasure is you've got a bit of a sweet tooth. Oh, well, very much so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your yeah, favourite smell yeah. is freshly
1: baked bread. Yeah, I like bread. Yeah, freshly baked
0: bread. Yeah. Yeah, and it says when did you last cry in this article? I'm not sure exactly when it was printed, but it said when you were your daughter was born.
1: when my first daughter was born, actually, that's a while ago now. Yeah. Yeah. So was, I did. I cried when the second one was born as well. So. Yeah. But I think that's but you only twice have cried in the last ten years.
0: <laughs> and it said, what trait do you least like about yourself? It said you can be grumpy in the morning.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge morning person, though. I'm the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, no, it takes me about an hour before. That's why I'm texting you at
0: probably eight or nine your your time, and it's it's three or four here in Australia. Look, it's lovely to talk to you. I'm glad that Absurd's okay, and he'll push on, and we'll watch this state man. Hey, on the weekend, hopefully, make a mess of them here in this Grade One hurdle.
1: With a bit of luck, with a bit of luck, see. Hopefully, yeah.
0: Thanks, Dave. Cheers, man. Talk to you soon. Dave Casey joining us from Ireland. Uh, but state man, yes, eleven starts, eight wins, two placings. He's by Doctor Dino, which uh, that mightn't mean much to you. I'm just, it doesn't mean much to me. But I'm just going to have a look at his form. Uh, uh, how many starts he actually had, uh, Doctor Dino? Um, he had how many runs? Can't seem to find his uh, his form, but no doubt it uh, was a very good horse. But anyway, uh, Doctor Dino, he was a, was he a jumper himself? I think he came, may have came from, uh, may have uh, been a French uh, galloper by uh, uh, Mota here, uh, Dr. Dino, but anyway, we can look into his form a little bit more when I get some more information.